Well, praise the Lord and welcome to Truth Unveiled. Truth Unveiled. Amen. We're going to we're going to dive into the word of God today and we're going to talk about what's probably the number one thing that takes more Christians out than anything. And that thing is an offense. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, years ago John Bevere wrote a book entitled The Bait of Satan, and the whole gist of the book was that that is the bait of Satan. When people get offended, they fall out of fellowship, they fall many times they're offended at God. But in Luke chapter 17, verse 1, Jesus said, it's impossible, but that offenses will come. So you can't live in this world and not be offended. You're going to have those opportunities. That's that's the gist of what, what our Lord was saying. Mm. But this word, this is so fascinating. Are you ready for the Greek definition of the word for offense? Maybe. It's, it's, the, it's the Greek word, for example, in Luke 17, 1, it's the Greek word scandalon. The word scandalon is the movable stick or trigger of a trap. It's any impediment placed in the way and causing one to stumble. It's the mechanism which closes a trap on the unsuspecting victim. Wow, offense. <laughs> an offense figuratively is it's an offense which puts a negative cause and effect relationship in emotion, into wow. motion. Wow, that wow. is big. There's so wow. much there. Wow, did you take the bait? Yeah. Well, you know, we, this is why, you know, we need to live in, in a forgiving mode. We need, yes. you know, uh, some friends of mine, I remember being years ago going mm. to the restroom at their house mm. and, you know, people put trinkets and sayings in their bathroom. And there was a little plaque or sign that said, was talking about marriage and said, a great, a great marriage is a marriage between two forgivers. Wow. And I never forgot that. But that doesn't apply yes. to just marriage. It applies to relationships in general. I've seen it as a pastor. I've seen people that have loved me for years, and then I do something they don't agree with, and they're offended, and Ooh. they quit coming to church. Yeah. And it's sad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That is. You know what? You just kind of gave me a segue into the scripture I was thinking about uh, with this in Ephesians chapter 4, 31 and 32. It says, let all bitterness and wrath mm. and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Mm. And then in 32, it says, and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, yes. forgiving one another, yeah. even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Well, you know, I have, I have observed that people that don't understand how much they have received and continue to need mercy tend to not extend mercy to other people. Truth is, we all deserve, we all need mercy. We don't deserve it. We need it. Yes. And that's where I don't get the judgment I deserve. I, in my heart of hearts, I try to go God's way. I don't try to mess up. I don't try to offend anybody, but I'm not a perfect person. And sometimes I do. And, and, uh, and I recognize that in other people. So I extend mercy to other people, but I think unmerciful people are people that need a revelation of their need for mercy. Yeah. And, and here's the thing is when we get offended, what do we often do, Chris? We often cause offense because we are offended. Absolutely. So we, we seek to offend somebody else because we have been offended in our heart. How dare yeah. you do this to me? I got an example of this mm -hmm. and, and it happened between uh, me and, another, and, and, and my spouse. And, uh, and, and I was uh, doing something where I was, uh, I, I tossed a, a candy for somebody to catch in their mouth from across the room mm -hmm. and they didn't catch it. And then they like, you know, no, no, let's do it again. Do it again. You know, like I, I want to catch in my mouth. So what did I do? I wasn't thinking I, I did it again. 
Well, it just so happened to be that this was a female I was throwing it to. <laughs> and my wife seen this. And my wife was offended by this because how are you going to have fun with somebody else's not me that's not your your spouse, not your, your own wife? Don't do that. And I, you know what? I agreed with her. But she didn't stop there. If she stopped there and she said, you know what, you're agreeing with me. You you believe that, yes, you shouldn't do that. No, she took offense. And then she wanted to cause offense to me because she was scorned by it. Mm. And and it caused what uh, a, a rift where an argument wanted to come. Right. And we could take that bait and start yeah. destroying our marriage. But I said, no, nah, you yeah. know what? We're going to yeah. give this time. We're going to give this space. And that's the best way to battle against yeah. the fence, Chris. Jesus said in, in uh, for example, I know it's in Mark 3, where it says, a house divided against itself cannot stand. And Satan's goal is to get us into a fence so we battle against each other. So we're fighting against each other instead of, you know, uh, le- unleashing our authority on, on his kingdom of mm, darkness. Yeah. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 19, that a brother offended is harder to be one than a strong city and their contentions are like mm-hmm. the bars of a castle. So when a fence sets up in the heart, you know, it gets a root of bitterness. I'm going to Hebrews 12 now. And when that root of bitterness springs up, the Bible says many are defiled. That's Hebrews chapter 12, mm-hmm. verse 15. Wow. And it's, that's how it works. I mean, it really is the bait of Satan. And, uh, <laughs> and really I got kidding. down here, wrote, wrote down, I got Satan builds a trap through a fence. The enemy, you know, that's how he offended people. I got different things written here. Offended people tend to be offended by people. I've discovered that many times people come with a pre-offended heart. In other words, they've not dealt with the fence in their own heart. They're pre-offended. And when something doesn't go their way, kind of like Mary and Martha in Luke chapter 10, the two sisters and, you know, Jesus came and the Bible says they were sitting at Jesus' feet and it says Martha was also sitting there. Well, there were things to get done. So Martha evidently got up and started doing things. And then she was offended because her sister wasn't helping her. And not only was she offended at Martha, she was offended Mm -hmm. at Jesus for not telling Mary, her sister, to help her. And that's how it works. It's just, I believe offense, ultimately, if you trace it back far enough, it goes back to the Lord. Mm. And offense truly is the bait of Satan. It's it's what the enemy uses. Look at this definition. I'll let you say something. Go ahead. I want to, I want to share more of this definition. Well, I found this really interesting thing because offense is often somebody sinning against another typically mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. And another word for offense uh, or, or sinning against could be transgression, right? Right. Uh, so in uh, Proverbs 19.11 says the, the discretion of a man differeth his anger. Defers his anger. Uh, defers his anger and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. That it is his glory to wow. pass it, pass over it. To, to let it slide, to give let mercy, yeah. let it go. It's yep. a glorifying thing. It's wow. So powerful. And, you know, I got this wrote down too. In um, uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 15, it says, it, it talks about, but if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you be not consumed one of another. The word bite means to, uh, uh, figured, uh, it means to cut, lacerate, or to rend with reproaches. The word devour means to eat all the way down, utterly devour. And it has to do with a voracious appetite, leaving ruination without the hope of recovery. Oh Isn't that amazing? And, and, and it says, it says, uh, if you bite and devour one another, and I got written down here and I actually made it a Facebook post that those who are not feasting on the word of God tend to feast on the brethren. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and I've noticed that. I mean, if, you know, here's another one that's so powerful. 
Psalm 119 verse 165 says, great peace have they which love thy law, referring to the word mm-hmm. of God, God's yep. standard, great peace and nothing shall offend them. If I'm in love with the word of God, uh, people are not going to take me out with offense. Wow. I mean, all of us every day get plenty of opportunities to be offended. I mm-hmm. mean, and, and I tell people this, if you're close to somebody any length of time, if you're close to me any length of time, I'm going to do something that you're going to have an opportunity to be offended or not do something, however it takes yeah, place yeah. and vice versa. That's why, you know, Jesus said in John 13, 34 and 35, a new commandment, not an additional commandment, but a new commandment, new covenant commandment. I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you by this, this love one for another shall all men know that we're his disciples. Mm, Isn't that yeah. amazing? Yeah. And how, how can you show love for one another if you're an offense? Man, Chris, like this is such a huge, huge, huge subject, subject. and and we want to be able to touch on everything. But and we're talking about not being offended, not taking offense. And I really want us to be able to describe how to walk in a way to mm. not take an offense. But I think we're running out of time this week, so I, I think we should save it for I, uh, next I week. What do you think? Yeah, I totally agree. You know, a couple more things we'll say about the danger of offense before. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm sure how much time we got. Yeah, just, just yeah. A but moment. because I'll just a moment here, I'll say about the danger of offense. Next week we'll get into how to avoid the trap of offense, the avoiding the trap or how to stay, stay in God's light in, in your walk. And so, but, but a couple of things, the Bible says in Proverbs eleven nine, a hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, mm. but through knowledge shall the just or the justified be delivered. So how can I tell if I'm a hypocrite? Am I using my mouth to destroy my neighbor? Mm. Am I using my Facebook post to destroy my neighbor? Am I am I doing <laughs> that? That's what the Bible calls wow. hypocrisy. Yes. The Bible says in Proverbs 10, 18, that he that utters a slander is a fool. Isn't that mm. something? Yeah. It's, yeah. And so there's a lot of powerful verses. Busybodying, which is meddling in other people's business. First Peter 4, 15 puts murder, thief, and busybody in the same category. Yeah. You know, we talk about punishing sins and making people sit down. You know, what if we did that with the sins of the tongue? Hmm. Oh, what, if, what if we did that with gossip? How many you need people to sit down. Doing yeah. Oh, yeah, my goodness. If, if we could stop gossip, we would change the world. Yeah. You know, the body of Christ would change the world. Yes. We really would. Well, I think this series is going to be called, or this part is going to be called a series of offenses, Chris. Yeah. I think that's a great name for this. Yeah. So, hey, guys, we thank you for listening in, and we, we appreciate you. We love you so much, and we're praying that God is opening your ears and your hearts and your Amen. minds to uh, everything that he wants to show you. He wants to give you revelation of how good he is in your life, how much mercy Amen. and grace he has for you. So we just speak grace and mercy over your life that you may receive it and walk in abundance of it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you all. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.